Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Share Radio's thought for this week is called Understanding Stock Ownership. And it starts with one of those quotations attributed to Anon. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Last Friday, the first chair conference took place in Cambridge, as advertised in this commentary for the past few weeks. We hope to provide links to the video recording next week. It was a lively gathering, particularly in respect of a number and range of comments, questions and suggestions, which will provide plenty of academic food for thought over the months ahead. The two propositions which were highlighted at the event were intergenerational rebalancing and stock for data. In the penultimate session on building momentum, Dr. David Good described the former as at societal readiness level 4 out of 9, whereas he suggested that the latter was at level 1 to 2, with a long way to go. There was widespread agreement that the capital receipts inherent in intergenerational rebalancing must be accompanied by life skills, that is, education and information, if starter capital accounts are to be transformative. And it was helpful to hear how, in addition to establishing pilot activities for research, this must also be the case for stock for data, something which has not received much focus as yet. In the United States, Charles Schwab may continue to bring Wall Street to Main Street, and Motley Fool Money may draw out the contrast between gambling and investing, as in one of this week's programmes. But in the United Kingdom, the rather timid efforts at publicising retail investment services since the absorption of the share centre into Aberdeen have been eclipsed by the cost-of-living crisis. The audience at the share conference is right. We need widespread understanding of stock ownership if concepts like stock for data are to take hold. And this may also help us in establishing those pilot activities for research. One member of the audience reminded us that the most populist of all the Thatcher privatisation issues, British Gas, together with its Tel-Sid promotion, was scarred by the high proportion of participants who sold their shares immediately after receiving their apportionment, largely because they didn't understand the benefits of continuing to own them. He was right. I recall my criticism of the then government's extensive use of service registrars to administer these huge issues. The registrars had no interest in developing these new share buyers into steady-state investors, since their client was the issuing company whose prime interest was to reduce the administration costs incurred by having large numbers of stock owners on their register. 
The Thatcher government should have used retail investment firms to handle these issues. But it took Michael Walter's editorial after the BT2 issue in the Daily Mail on 10th of August 1991, fat cats get the BT cream, to break the status quo in time for the BT3 issue. And by that time, the only other companies in the queue for privatisation were electricity and water companies. The lesson for initiatives such as Stock for Data is therefore that you can't expect stock issuance to mean anything unless it's accompanied by education and information. That has to cover the benefits of long-term ownership for both capital gain and income, and the significance of playing a part in the governance of a company in which you hold stock. The need to build this understanding is well understood in employee share ownership. David Howden's Times article on the merits of employee ownership on last Wednesday, 12th of April, bears witness to this. It's about nurturing the essential link between ownership and responsibility. Share Radio has played a major role in investor education over the past eight years, with its radio-based production of the Open University's Managing My Money course. This now plays a central role as Step 5 in the Share Foundation's Step Ladder Plus Incentivized Learning Program for Young People in Care. And Episode 10 is focused on building an early-stage understanding of investment. We've also promoted ShareSock's programme of Investing Basics, a 10-episode course for entry-level personal investors presented, as with Managing My Money, by Glenn Goodman. Meanwhile, the Share Centre had a student investor education programme called Shares for Schools, which was particularly effective because it involved real, not virtual, stockholdings. We will continue to explore simple and straightforward ways of explaining the benefits of long-term stock ownership, linked with the logic of enabling capital gains and dividends from equity stockholdings to gradually replace the reducing availability of traditional employment as technology, including artificial intelligence, takes hold. There are, however, other things to understand about equity stock ownership, in particular its role in enabling involvement in the governance of companies. The Share Centre played a central role in ensuring that custodial-based stock ownership was properly enfranchised with its successful campaign resulting in Part 9 of the Companies Act 2006. Our commentary on 29th of May 2018, share owners must vote and be able to vote to make their voice heard, explains the progress that has been made and the importance of individual stock owners having and using their influence. Companies and their agents need to work actively to raise the visibility and significance of personal stock owner involvement, especially when their customer base is comprised of those same individuals. There is much work to be done in this area as we move forward towards a more egalitarian form of capitalism with participation for all. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. 
McKissick helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.